Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Forecast now from Steve Rudin. Mainly clear this evening and into the overnight with wake-up temperatures tomorrow morning in the 20s to lower 30s. Tomorrow, clouds will increase. Wet weather event late tomorrow evening into early Saturday morning. A flood watch for the DMV could see 1 to 2 inches of rain along with wind gusts upwards of 30 to 40 miles per hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We've got 52 in the nation's capital. At 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer, coming up. Closing arguments ongoing at Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York. And in a last-minute change, the former president addresses the court. Here in our area. He took part in decisions on Maryland's election process. Now he's facing federal charges tied to January 6th. I'm Kate Ryan. Virginia's governor on negotiations for a new Alexandria arena. The collaboration has been great. I'm Nick Einelli. He's one of the most accomplished NFL coaches. Some people thought this day would never come. But Bill Belichick is leaving the Patriots. We'll go live to James Brown of the NFL Today on CBS coming up at 4.15. Final numbers on Wall Street coming up. 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. Former President Trump found a new audience to bash state prosecutors to the media after the judge in his fraud trial cut him off today in court. They don't have any facts. They don't have any evidence against us and all politically motivated. The New York Attorney General is seeking $370 million in fines and to bar Trump from the New York real estate industry. She's got serious Trump derangement syndrome. He says he's not sure if he'll get a fair ruling calling the case. It's a witch hunt in the truest sense of the word. It's election interference. Stacey Lynn, CBS News. And the world is watching Trump. Today, the head of the European Central Bank says his re-election would represent a threat for Europe. Christine Lagarde says we just have to look at trade tariffs, his commitment regarding NATO, and his attitude on issues like climate change. In California, Hunter Biden's tax case is set to go before a federal judge soon. There are nine charges, including allegations of tax evasion. The challenge for government prosecutors will be showing Hunter Biden's intent. Simply put, his state of mind when the alleged actions took place. That's CBS's Catherine Herridge. A top U.N. court has started hearing arguments in a genocide case filed by South Africa against Israel. Here's CBS's Robert Berger. Israel is certainly concerned about this world court case. Even though Israel describes the genocide allegations as false and baseless, the case is clearly bad publicity for Israel and bad for its image. Israel says the claims are outrageous, calling South Africa a spokesperson for Hamas. Meantime, the U.S. is demanding Iran immediately release an oil tanker in Oman. CBS's Linda Kenyon. White House National Security Council spokesman John Kirby made it perfectly clear. We condemn this apparent seizure. The Iranian government should immediately release the ship and its crew. These provocative and unacceptable actions need to stop. Admiral Kirby went on to say there is no justification whatsoever to seize the Greek-owned commercial vessel named the St. Nicholas. The action appears to be separate from Red Sea attacks on commercial vessels, Carried out by Iran-backed Houthi rebels from Yemen. 
Looks like people spread more than holiday cheer last month. The World Health Organization says large gatherings led to one of the biggest spreads of COVID worldwide. Nearly 10,000 people died and hospitalizations jumped 42 percent, mostly in Europe, North and South America. A big breakup today in New England, where the Patriots cut head coach Bill Belichick after 24 years. You know, fans here are amazing. You know, there's so many memories of the fans, the, the send-offs, um, the parades, the Sundays. Uh, so appreciative of the fans for all the support they've given me. He won six Super Bowl titles there. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 3 on WTOP Thursday afternoon, January 11th, 2024. Sunny skies. We sit at 52 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, a member of the Maryland State Board of Elections has resigned days after his arrest on federal charges connected to the January 6th attack on the Capitol three years ago. WTOP's Kate Ryan has our story. 52-year-old Carlos Ayala of Salisbury, Maryland, a Republican on the Maryland State Board of Elections, has been charged with a felony, civil disorder, along with misdemeanor federal charges connected to the rioting at the U.S. Capitol January 6th. He resigned his position Thursday morning. Now, according to federal officials, he urged police to, quote, join us breached the police barriers and was seen carrying a flag that was later spotted being used to jab at a Capitol Police officer inside the building. Ayala had served on the elections board since July. He worked on decisions like approving the location of polling places and other election operations. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A team of people charged with rooting out fraud in the workplace in Maryland is expanded. Governor Wes Moore has renewed and grown the task force that works across a number of government agencies to strengthen investigations and enforce laws. Moore says the task force will help make sure employees in Maryland get the pay and the benefits they earn. He says the executive order will also help drive fair competition in the private sector. This panel will focus on finding industries where fraud happens more in the workplace and ways to fix it. Could more funding for Metro be tied to a new sports arena in Alexandria? The question comes as the Virginia General Assembly is back at work this week in Richmond. Here's WTOP's Nick Ionelli. We just started that process in listening to the community engaging with local and, of course, statewide elected leaders. Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is working with the democratically controlled General Assembly as he pushes for the approval of a new arena in Alexandria for the Capitals and Wizards. As part of the negotiations, Democratic leaders have said they would like to see additional funding for Metro. Youngkin tells WTOP he is open to that idea, but it wouldn't be a rubber stamp. We need a business plan for the Metro. Provide us a business plan that we can then have confidence that we're not going to be right back at the table in two years' time worried about Metro again. And that has been my primary ask. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. And coming up at 445, Nick will join us to go more in-depth on what the governor is saying today. Well, now to a look at how safe some public schools are in our region. WTOP's John Doman reports Maryland leaders saw a bump in the number of tips and reports about safety last year. There's growing awareness inside Maryland schools about the state's Center for Safe Schools anonymous tip line. And during the previous school year, over 900 reports were made through the system. That's over 150 more than the previous school year. As you increase awareness... 
you create that likelihood, right, of increasing the number of people who are then reporting things, which, you know, can't necessarily be equated to there are more incidents occurring. Kimberly Buckheit's the Policy, Communications, and Engagement Manager with MCSS, a rather small state agency that works on programs and funding grants to improve safety inside Maryland schools. Tips about bullying was the most reported concern. John Dome in WTOP News. A break in the investigation into a string of armed robberies in Maryland, and the victims are taxi drivers. Police say in each of the six cases, a man called an independent taxi service requesting a ride. Once in the car, he displayed a gun and demanded money. Now, Prince George's County Police say they've arrested 24-year-old Francisco Chavez Ramirez. When they searched him, he had the exact kind of replica gun that the victim said was pulled on them. Police said Chavez Ramirez has admitted all the armed robberies. They want to hear from other potential victims who haven't yet reported being robbed. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. 407, this is like Christmas morning for tech junkies. It has been happening all week long. We're talking about CES, the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. WTOP's Mike Morello has some things to look out for. One of the biggest attractions, transparent TVs from LG and Samsung. Which are pretty phenomenal. I mean, you just see right through. It's like a hologram. And the picture is phenomenal. Now you'll need to fork out 80 grand for one of those, says digital expert Kim Commando. There's also a stroller, which uses AI to stop for obstacles, or the high-tech Oro Dog companion robot. Think of it like a bowling ball that will follow your pet around. And this way, it can also dispense treats, and you can talk to your pet along the way. That'll set you back $800. Then there's the Gyro Gear hand-stabilizing gloves that helps people with Parkinson's. You're able to actually feed yourself, dress yourself, open a jar. And that's the technology that I'm most excited about. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. What's inflation like here in D.C.? I'm Jeff Glabel. It's 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks, Dave Dildine with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Well, in the district, it seems like more people drove to work today. Heavier on the freeways heading for the Potomac and Anacostia River Bridges compared to days past. Meanwhile, on the Beltway, it's certainly a slow rush hour on the Interloop from Route 7 and 123 across the Legion Bridge. A distraction on a shoulder of the Interloop near River Road. But outer loop traffic is quite slow from the spur past Carter Rock and over the Legion Bridge as it is from Route 7 into Annandale and from about Eisenhower Avenue getting across the Wilson Bridge. In Maryland, on the outer loop, quite slow near Andrews, there was a work crew uh, blocking a lane near Route 4, and then a crash happened, so fire rescue has been sent to that same spot near Camp Springs or closer to Forestville on the outer loop. And south of the Beltway on Route 5, Branch Avenue, it's heavy and slow out of Camp Springs into Clinton because of a broken-down truck near Woodyard Road. And that was at last report tying up at least the left lane. On the Intercounty Connector, eastbound on 200, still somewhat sluggish near New Hampshire Avenue, but with two left lanes getting by the remains of a crash and the right exit open to the right of it, you are getting by now with basically just a brief delay. 95 northbound, still slow through Laurel, but the work zone between the rest area and 32 is clear. The northbound lanes of 95 are open. Bailout continues on 29 in the BW Parkway. And there's a new crash at the foot of the Bay Bridge, 50 eastbound near Sandy Point. It is blocking the left lane that would go onto the eastbound span. One right lane gets onto the eastbound span. The reversible lane is still in play. 
Go electric, the Fitz way. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at FitzMall.com. I'm Dave Deldine, WTOP Traffic. And let's go to Steve Rudin in the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Looking good as we head through the remainder of the evening and into the overnight. A cold start to your day tomorrow with increasing clouds through the afternoon. Wet weather will arrive during the evening, and that's also going to be the start of a flood watch. Could be looking at one to two inches of rain for the area. Some areas even more than that. Winds will begin to pick up. Temperatures will rise to around 55 degrees by midnight and then fall for the day on Saturday with colder air overspreading the region. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin of the First Alert Weather Center. Well, look at these skies. What an afternoon we've got going here. We're at 52 in Germantown, 53 in Annandale, 52 DuPont Circle downtown, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. Off we go to Jeff Claybaugh. Inflation picked up in the final month of the year. Consumer prices were up at an annual rate of 3.4% in December. It was 3.2% in November. The December reading was the highest in three months. Monthly core CPI minus food and energy rose three-tenths of a percent. That was in line with expectations. Inflation rates vary across the country, of course. In D.C., the Metro consumer price change is 2.8% from a year ago, well below the national average. Inflation is highest in Miami at 5.7%. This year's D.C. housing market is still unclear, but one thing is clear. Prices are still rising. Listing service Bright MLS is the median price of what's sold in the D.C. Metro last month was up more than 8% from a year ago, even with the number of closed sales down 14%. Dow managed to turn things around in the final few minutes of trading. By the close, it was up just 15 points. The S&P 500 down just three. The Nasdaq finished the day up a point. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, a legendary era in professional football has just ended as Bill Belichick parts ways with the Patriots after 24 years. We're checking live, in live, that is, with James Brown of the NFL Today on CBS to talk about what the coaches meant to the sport, what might be next for Belichick. It's 412. We all have that friend who wakes up early to go get everyone McDonald's breakfast while the rest of us sleep in. This is your sign to thank them. And if you're that friend, this is us saying... Thank you. Just a friendly reminder that right now, get any size iced coffee before 11 a.m. for just 99 cents. And a satisfying sausage McMuffin with egg is just $2.79. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. The much-anticipated Washington, D.C. Auto Show returns to the Washington Convention Center Friday, January 19th through Sunday, January 28th. Auto manufacturers showcase their latest models. Indoor and outdoor ride-and-drives provide the ultimate automotive experience. And tailored pavilions with new features promise to deliver fresh and thrilling fun. Make plans for the whole family and immerse yourself in the world of cars and future mobility at the Washington, D.C. Auto Show January 19th through 28th. Tickets at WashingtonAutoShow.com. Later this hour, did you laugh when you saw the movie Ted about that profane teddy bear? Well, the character is now part of a new streaming series, a preview on the way. 
Keep it here on WTOP. Home sales can get complicated. Maryland Congressman Glenn Ivey provides perspective on how the government and the real estate industry can work together in a recent discussion sponsored by Bright MLS. You also need enforcement when there is actual discrimination. It might be a redlining issue in a community, and we've had some of those pop up over the last few years. And sometimes the Department of Justice has to intervene on those or state officials. It's still a challenge. We still have to make sure that they have the tools to enforce those things. To watch the full discussion, visit WTOP.com and search bright mls home it's a fundamental human right today multiple listing services like bright mls ensure that all americans have equitable access to every home available for sale without the mls fair housing can fall short opening the door for discrimination and unfair business practices supporting the mls supports an open clear competitive housing marketplace where everyone has the same opportunity to find a place to call home to learn more about the value of the MLS, visit brightmls.com slash open. Rise and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. Over 70% of federal agencies don't have full knowledge of where their data is stored, impacting agency leaders' ability to make informed decisions and accelerate digital transformation. Cloud Dara Government Solutions offers data in motion capabilities that helps agencies move any data from any source to any destination, turning your siloed data into strategic assets. Cloudera harnesses modern data architectures to improve visibility and speed analysis with built-in security and governance. Visit cloudera.com slash public sector for details. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Washington's top news. WTOP. Facts matter. 416, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Major NFL news today. One of the most indelible faces of the NFL head coach, Brian Belichick. Brian, Bill Belichick, that is, is saying goodbye to the New England Patriots. Here's how Belichick characterizing the parting with Pat's owner, Robert Kraft. Uh, Robert and I, after a you know, series of discussions, have uh, mutually uh, agreed to um, part ways. And uh, for me, this is a day of... Um, you know, gratitude and celebration. Well, joining us live to talk about it all, James Brown of the NFL Today on CBS Sports. JB is also a special correspondent at CBS News. It is always great to talk to you. Uh, particularly tough day, though, for NFL folks. JB, thanks for being with us. Hey, Sean and Ann, I'm glad to be with you. And can I just say quickly, I'm smiling lovingly because it shows that Ann's got some history with the league when she called out the name Brian Billick. And believe me, I've been there too, Ann. You knew what was happening, didn't you, JB? My Ravens days, Oh, right? yes, ma'am. No, no, but we have all been there. Are you kidding me? But to uh, Sean's point, yes, it is a, a challenging day. But can I say real quickly, I think it was done as classy and as properly as it should have been done because after 24 seasons, of unparalleled success. It was the right way to do it, and it represented those two, the owner, Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick, discussing it over three days about how to do it the right way. That doesn't often happen in the NFL. So where do we think he's going to go? Do you think he's going to continue to coach, and could it be here for the commanders? 
he has certainly made it known, he being Bill Belichick, that he wants to continue coaching. Let me be clear, and Sean knows that I don't try to speculate on these things unless I have concrete evidence. I don't know exactly where it's going to be, but what you can assume, given his military background, his father, Steve Belichick, coaching at the Naval Academy, he spent time there growing up, he's going to assess the team to see if it's comprised of the kind of players who will be responsive to, responsive to the coaching style that he has, where he does man's a lot, but he gets the best out of his players, and to a person, those who've played for him, they respect him, they admire him, and they love him, but he is no nonsense. When he says the mantra is, do your job, he leads by example. You know, 24 seasons, six Super Bowl titles, countless division titles, but, you know, he's not going to be in the Aflac commercial with Deion Sanders, and it seems like he doesn't get maybe as much credit as he should have gotten for this phenomenal career because of his demeanor. You know what, only because he wasn't the cuddly, lovable type at the lectern talking to the press, that's one side of Bill Belichick. He is all about the next game, and he leads, again, by example. But off the mic, away from the cameras, the players say there's a completely different side of him. I know this for a fact when, as you guys know all too well, local legend high school coach Morgan Wooten, God bless him, when um, Bill Belichick was at the Naval Academy growing up, he watched Morgan Wooten, and when Morgan Wooten passed, and I was humbled to be able to deliver the eulogy at his funeral, he sent a note to Tom Ponton, the development officer there, with a generous donation saying, I watched Coach Wooten all those years, wanted to model the way he treat his players the way he um, coached them and that they grew up to be respectable people and he demanded excellence and set the example. That speaks volumes for him. He also worked with Jim Brown, the running back, the Hall of Fame running back, where they would go into prisons to talk to hardcore prisoners trying to impact them to change their lives. That was a side of Bill Belichick that many people did not get a chance to see. We will wait to see where he lands and if he lands at all. JB, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Always good to talk to you. Hey, great talking with you guys. Have a great evening. You, you too. too. James Brown of CBS Sports. Hey, let's... Head to the traffic center right now, Dave Dildine. Billway, Maryland, outer loop, very slow near Camp Springs. Before Route 4, truck involved in a crash requesting a tow. We'll see how long it takes. That's reported on the right side of the outer loop. Southbound Branch Avenue, very slow from there to Clinton. Broken down truck along the left near Woodyard Road. 95 northbound, still heavy in Laurel, but the work zone at 32 is clear. Volume delays in the BW Parkway. 50 eastbound had a crash at the foot of the Bay Bridge along the left side in the left lane that would go onto the eastbound span. I think that's getting cleared as we speak. In Virginia, just volume delays. And in the district on the freeway, certainly a heavy rush hour, but with the lanes remaining open. There is a crash reported east of the 3rd Street Tunnel on New York Avenue at North Capitol Street, and that is very much slowing the pace out of the tunnel. For victims of drunk and drug driving. Your grief is unique, but you are not alone. You always have a place at MAD. Call the 24-hour victim helpline at 877-MAD-HELP or visit MADD.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist with us this afternoon. Boy, you couldn't ask for a better winter day here. 
That is true, and I hope folks have been taking advantage of it because it has been pretty sweet out there today with the sunshine and temperatures overperforming 50 degrees and slightly above that uh, for this afternoon here. We've got uh, temperatures that will uh, start dropping this evening down into the 20s to lower 30s by morning. will be mainly clear still for your overnight. Then tomorrow, clouds on the increase. We're tracking some evening rain with your next weather maker. Looking like it'll develop between 5 and 7 p.m., and that's just about when a flood watch will go up for much of the D.C. metro areas north and east and south and west, almost along the I-95 corridor, as we're expecting about another inch of rain to hit the area. And the winds will start picking up. We'll have some gusty conditions uh, very late tomorrow around midnight. Then the winds will die down and pick back up again on Saturday. Basically, we're looking for gusts around 40 miles per hour here. So it's wind alert for Saturday. Rain ends well before the sun comes up. But again, windy with falling temperatures for Saturday. 50s headed down into the 40s. Then on Sunday, with sunshine, with a little bit of wind left lingering, we've got wind chills that'll be in the 20s and 30s for the day. So here's what you got to do. I want you to get ready for some much, much colder air coming our way for next week. It's an Arctic blast all of next week. And with a storm, uh, potentially on Tuesday, right now, uh, still looking like a slight chance that we could get a little bit of wintry weather around here. So we'll uh, continue to uh, look at some of the new data coming in on that for Tuesday and next week. Right now, Bellhaven at 51 degrees, Tacoma Park 52 Bowie, Maryland, 51, and Tyson's now at 50. This just into WTOP. Hunter Biden has just pleaded not guilty to tax evasion charges. That has happened in a courtroom, a federal courtroom in California. I'll get a special report from CBS coming up in moments. 423. Hi, I'm Rachel, and I have a serious heart condition called hypertrophic cardiomyopathy, or HCM. Some symptoms include being short of breath, feeling tired, or having dizziness or chest pain. I still had symptoms on my beta blocker, so I asked my cardiologist about any treatment advances. It was a breakthrough for me. That's why I'm working with Bristol-Myers Squibb to raise awareness about HCM and to help others like me. Talk to your cardiologist today and visit hcmrealtalk.com for more information. Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb. Federal solutions from Spectrum Enterprise, part of Charter Communications, deliver technology federal agencies need today. Spectrum Enterprise has decades of experience designing and implementing solutions and a nationwide reach with more than 230,000 fiber route miles. Spectrum Enterprise Federal Solutions help to simplify operations and turn the challenges of federal network modernization into opportunities for agencies and for the people they serve. Learn more at enterprise.spectrum.com slash federal. Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News Special Report. In federal court in California, Hunter Biden has just pleaded not guilty on tax evasion charges. CBS's Catherine Harris. The challenge for government prosecutors will be showing Hunter Biden's intent. Simply put, his state of mind when the alleged actions took place. Prosecutors allege that Biden engaged in a four-year scheme to avoid paying at least $1.4 million in federal taxes. In this indictment, what you see is a description of the president's son as a lawyer and also a lobbyist. It goes into detail about his work with this Ukraine energy firm Burisma as well as the Chinese energy firm CEFC. 
If convicted, Biden faces up to 17 years in prison. A plea deal between Hunter Biden and federal prosecutors fell apart last year. It would have resolved the tax charges, required no jail time, and deferred the gun charges, which he already pleaded not guilty to, in Delaware federal court. CBS News Special Report. I'm Stacey Lynn. Sports at 25 and 55. Steve Dresner here. What a day in the NFL. I got to tell you, I, I could take a bit further with J.B. Sick. has been through a couple things through my NFL network years mm-hmm. with uh, Bill Belichick. I, and these stories are up, as you probably know. The guy basically is a musical genius. Oh, yeah? I, I, I A bunch of years ago, after a Monday night game, in Miami, Miami beat him. Mm-hmm. He comes out in a suit and flip-flops. He, he says, okay, let's do a little post-game interview. And then he breaks into, you know, U2's going on tour. Just like it breaks out in the middle and just starts talking about U2. And, and he 